want to thank God for the privilege to stand here to minister to his people. And I want to thank Pastor for the opportunity and the leadership. I want to thank Helena for the song ministration. And I want to thank Pastor again for leading us to learn and sing the song we just sang. I think the message is clear. We give glory to God. Amen. Um, we are going to share something short. Uh, my name is projected, but the last word is H, not R. Thank you. Uh, the last word is H, not R. Uh, that one is the computer way of accepting my name, but it's H. Yes, um, the theme for this year is I am an example of Christ in my generation. Last week, Elder Raf Dugbate posed a question. How many of us can stand and say that I I'm an example of Christ in my generation. How many of us? Let's ponder over it. Like the Bible will say, Hypocrites, 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 all of us, can we stand and say that we are examples of Christ in our generation? It says, I am holy and therefore be holy. May the Lord help us. Amen. There's a test we'll have to read. Um, please kindly project Romans chapter 12, verse 2. Romans chapter 12, verse 2. NIV says, do not conform any longer to the pattern of this world. I think I have 40 minutes, right, Ada? I have 40 minutes, okay. Do not conform any longer to the pattern of this world. Comma. But be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Full stop. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is. Is it half an or dash? He's <laughs> good, pleasing, and perfect will. Amen. That is the word of God. In fact, I have not prepared a message and I don't have a title. So as we are going, if God gives you the topic for my message, you can put it there. God bless you. Something has been striking me. This is our foundation scripture. We'll look at it. But something has been striking me that we've heard that in Genesis, Adam disobeyed God in the Garden of Eden. And for that matter, what happened to him? What happened to him? 
What happened to him? He did what? He died. But did he die physically? No. That one is another topic for another day. He didn't die physically. But actually he did what? Die. Now, after his death, the same scripture says that because of Adam, all of us became what? Sinners. And for that matter, we were all what? Condemned by God himself. That's what happened. But God himself did something afterwards. He came in this flesh to reconcile us back unto himself. Hallelujah. That's what God did for us. And so we've come to accept that indeed because of Adam, sin entered the world and we all became sinners. Everyone became what? A sinner. But the striking thing is that he came himself to reconcile us back to himself. And yet, we Christians, we don't want to believe that. Why do I say we don't want to believe that? Please ponder over it. We don't want to believe that. For by one man's sin, death came to this world. And by one man's act of righteousness, we have all received what? Life eternal. This is powerful. But we don't want to accept it. By one man's act of righteousness, we have all received what? Life eternal. And so this morning, we might want to think about or look at your mindset. Your mindset. Your mind set as an example of Christ in this generation. Your mind set. Your mind set. Your mind set. I want to acknowledge all lawyers, all doctors, all uh, uh, theologians, all professionals here in present. Who has ever seen the mind, the human mind? Who has ever seen the human mind? Anybody? Have you heard of any scientist who has discovered where the mind is in the human body? The mind is not something you can touch. It's not something you can feel. It's not something you can see. So what am I trying to say? The mind is spirit. It has been defined in different books. That is not what I'm concerned about. I'm saying the mind is what? Spirit. That is why all battles that we have as human beings they all happen up there in the mind. All battles that we fight, they all happen up there in the mind. And then the scripture we read says, do not be conformed to the pattern of this world. But be ye transformed by the renewing 
of your mind. Then you will be able to test and prove what God's will is. God is telling us this morning to renew our mind. Renew your mind. I am so happy that the test that is there has been preached by the songs that we sang, the ministrations. Do not be conformed any longer to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and prove what God's will is, is good, pleasing, and perfect will. Jesus says, I am holy. And so therefore, be holy. A lot of us are hypocrites. Hypocrites and hypocrites. We are sucking a lot of Christ's children from his house because we think that we are so holy that others are not. And so, we engage in sucking a lot of God's children from the house of God. This is not what we are supposed to do as Christians. I was reading a test, and it says that the mind, the mind is actually the transit point to the heart. The mind is actually a transit point to the heart. Doctors, forgive me if that is not physically true. Spiritually, the mind is the transit point to the heart. That is why scripture warns us that we should guard against our hearts with all what diligence for out of it flows the issues of life. Guard against your heart so diligently for out of it flows the issues of life. What I want to tell you is short, very short. We can even do it within five minutes. Then I'll sit down. Um, do not conform any longer to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. What is the pattern of this world? How do I look this morning? How do I look? Oh, you will say I look good even if I don't look good. I look good, right? I look normal. God bless you. We are chasing after the wind. We are turning the scripture upside down. Do not conform any longer to the pattern of this world. Look, if you want to receive transformation, if you want to receive transformation, he's saying that don't conform to the pattern of the world, but what? Renew your mind. So as you renew your mind, you receive what? Transformation. But what do we see these days? You are a chartered accountant. You are chartered in tax. You are a lawyer. You are a big man and a big woman. You are the CEO. You don't bother about anybody because you have money. 
you have all it takes. You are the church leader, you are in authority. And so you are a big man, you are a big woman. In your house, you are the mother. You are the father. And so you are a big man and you are a big woman. And so nothing concerns you any longer. All you do is to chase after the wing. Brethren, what I want to tell you is that Scripture is telling us that the things that we are chasing, they will not earn us anywhere. The big house, the big mansion, the big things that you want to acquire, the two cars that you dress and feel good. When you are coming out, you bang the door as if you are just landing from UK. It won't take you anywhere. The Bible is saying they are all temporary. They are temporary. I hope you are not sleeping. They are temporary. The things you are chasing, you want to wear a big necklace, big hair, Brazilian hair, you want to get it at all costs. But you don't concern yourself. When there's midweek service, you don't care. Evangelism, I don't mind. I'm coming to church on Sunday. That is all. You don't care. Bible studies, oh, let them finish. Those who are supposed to study the Bible, let them f- uh, finish studying the Bible. I will go after the Bible studies. I will go after worship. I'm coming to church in the morning. I want to dress and look good so that when I come to church, people will see that, yes, that is me. It is only two hours or two and a half hours we spend here. You are in church and you are checking your phone because you bought the latest iPad or whatever. I want people to see, so you are trying to WhatsApp or Facebook for people to see that you are there. Oh, yes. Bible says it won't take you anywhere. It is what? Temporary. You want to receive transformation. You want a job. You are not getting the job. And all you are doing is you are trying to see if you can form network. Networking, I am telling you, it is a pattern of this world. Okay, I'm not the one saying it. Scripture is saying it's a pattern of this world. It's a pattern of this world. And another scripture says, Seek ye first the kingdom of God. And what? His righteousness. Can you complete it? And how many things? How many things? Seek first. We want to please our bosses first. We want to please our friends first. We want to please the pastor first. If the pastor is seeing me, then I can come and work in the house. I want to preach well so that pastor will see that I'm preaching well. I'm preaching well. He can put me on the, uh, the speaker plan again. I want to always visit the pastor. I want to always call him so that he will know that I care. Scripture is telling us this morning that we should renew our minds. Renew your mind. Renew your mind. How do you renew your mind? It is there in the scripture. Renew your mind. Oh, yes. (laughs) I've committed a sin. And you have heard it. I'm a Christian. I'm your brother. I'm your sister. Hypocrites. How holy are you? You want to take your brother away. You want to take your sister away. Because yours hasn't come up. Hypocrites. You are a hypocrite. Because yours hasn't come up. You want to carry it away. You are backbiting. Gossiping about your brother, about your sister. 
instead of helping your sister or your brother to come out of that, what you do is to quote scriptures that will suppress your sister or your brother. Encourage one another. All scripture is God's breath. And it's profitable. For what? Reproof. Yes, you have quoted the scripture to point out that your sister or your brother is wrong. Continue with the scripture. It says it's profitable for what? Reproof. And the next one is what? For what? Correction. Correct your sister with another scripture. Correct your sister. Correct your brother. There are a lot of us here. We are sick. We come to church because we have done one thing or the other. When we come, yes, as for us, we preach the holiness in the house of God. We will continue to preach it. And so when we preach it, then you get depressed. When we preach it, you get depressed. You do it, you come back. We preach it, you get depressed. Do it, you come back. We preach it, you get depressed. How do you come out of it? Renew your mind. Renew your mind. Please go back to the scripture, Romans 12, 2. Be transformed by renewing your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is. What is the will of God? The will of God is in the Bible. The will of God is actually where? In the Bible. So if you want to renew your mind, it is not any book that you are going to buy. Of course, there are so many books that have been written. So many books. A lot of books. A lot of books. I still want to apologize to doctors. You know, doctors can only take the ear, and it take them seven years to be specialists in the ear. But even sometimes after the seven years, they still commit what? Mistakes. Because they have read big books encyclopedia just to specialize in the ear. And the ear is just one part, a tiny part of what? The body. And yet, he or she is carrying herself or himself. And if they don't come to me, they will die. They die and so what? And so what? You are the lawyer. If they don't come to see you, they will go to jail. They are in jail and so what? And so what? You are the CEO. If if they don't go to you, you won't give them a job. And so what? And so what? Take your job. You see, we need, to, we, need, we need to understand that we are Christians. We were studying something this morning. Christ himself, he allowed himself to be baptized by a human being called John. And this morning, it was revealed that that shows his what? Humility. Yet, you are steady only the ear. The ear. And you are carrying yourself. You are the doctor. And because you are driving that Porsche car. And he is walking in sleepers, Charlie Water. And so you don't book him or her. God says this morning that renew your mind. Stop what you are doing. It's not good. It's not Christian. If you want to be an example, that is not how you become an example of Christ. Oh, yes, you can do it. It's your life. It's your choice. After when you come here, it will be said here. You hear it and go, hear it and go. That is fine. It is your life. You can live it and go like that. The scripture says, woe unto you. If you cause my children to fall, he will demand it from you. He will. Your brother or your sister is wrong. Instead of correcting the person, you're rather suppressing the person. No, why are you scheming against your brother or your sister? When he falls or she falls, what will you gain? You say you are a Christian. You are scheming. Oh, of course, we all have weaknesses, isn't it? So that is your weakness, right? It's not. 
Why are you scheming against your brother or your sister? It's not good. Let's behave like Christians. Let's live like Christians. Let's love one another. Let's encourage one another. Let's live in harmony. You have formed that small group. And if that person is not close to you, uh, uh, that person is that person. So it shouldn't come close to our group. Who, who is she? Look at how he's looking. Look at how she's looking. And so what? And, and so what? We, we are this class. And we are cl- this class. And so what? Renew your mind. You are in nice suit or nice African wear. And so what? And so what? The pattern of this world. The pattern of this world. If you want to receive transformation, Renew your mind. So we became Christians. We have accepted the word. We have accepted that Christ has reconciled us back unto him. Yet, we don't want to do what he says we should do. We want to read the books, the big books, the strategies, the policies. Those are the books we want to read. Now, when they say one thing, one scripture, just one scripture, we want to ask a lot of questions before we can obey the scripture. You have read, you have read, you have become a doctor. From degree, you acquired your master's, you have acquired your doctorate, you are a doctor. So when they read just one scripture, you want to ask a lot of questions before you do it. Why? Why do we do that? Are you a Christian? Can I chest out and say, I am an example of Christ in my generation? Renew your mind. Please go back to the scripture. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is. His good, pleasing, and perfect will. You want to do the perfect will of God? It's nowhere. It's in the scripture. How many times do we read the scripture? How many times do we read the Bible? We will hear it, we will go. We will hear it, we will go. Today, Please, God is telling you that if really you are his example, if really you are an example of Christ, commit to studying his will. Commit to studying his word. For it is only there that you will see his perfect will and do his perfect will. A lot of us are wondering about, oh, you don't have food to eat. The Bible says you should ask. And you shall be given. Ask. You'll be given. Ask a brother. Ask a sister. Don't feel shy. You'll be given. We are wondering. I've completed school. I haven't gotten the job. So they say I should spread CVs. So I'm looking for opportunities to spread CVs. They say you should go and see that person. You are running to see that person. It will interest you to know that if you seek his kingdom and his righteousness first, that job will come immediately. Come and sweep. Oh, you've completed university. How can we come and sweep? How can we come and dust the chairs? So Sunday evening, when we come and the chair is dirty, then we are insulting because it hasn't been cleaned. I mean, let's ponder. Let's ponder. How are we living what are we chasing after? The things you have acquired, how many do you still retain? The dress that you acquire, are they still the same? Are they the same? Your face, the way you polish it yesterday, is it still the same today? You have to repolish it today, isn't it? 
is gone. The money you spent yesterday on the face polish is gone for good. It's gone. You have worn the dress and you are looking good. We have seen you. And so what? Oh, Charlie, me, I know what's up. So uh, then you are at the back. When I was a deacon, I was sitting at the back. So you see a lot of us doing WhatsApp, doing Facebook, and we'll be chatting. Oh, that preacher, I don't like him. I don't like her. And so I do what I want. We have only two and a half hours. For Christ's sake, no businessman can refuse to give you business because you have off your phone or you have put your phone on silence for two and a half hours. No businessman. Look, if that businessman wants to try it, God will strike him just because you want to listen to his word in the house of God. Two and a half hours. From Monday ah, to Sunday, even the Sunday, two and a half hours. You still want to Facebook. You still want to WhatsApp because you, you know what's up. You are chasing after the wind. It will end us nowhere. Oh, you might get to heaven. Elder <laughs> said the other day, <laughs> the half of the heaven, we will go. But as to whether you live in Zongo, <laughs> we will go. Children of God, yes, you are the CEO, we respect you. You are the lawyer, we respect you. You are the doctor, we respect you. You are the boss, we respect you. But please, humble yourself. Humble yourself. God will strike you if you raise yourself. Oh, I'm not the one saying it. He said, if you exalt yourself, he will bring you down. And if you humble yourself, he will raise you up. He will lift you up. He will lift you. Humble yourself. Renew your mind. Change your style. Just change it. It won't hurt. It won't do anything. If, if, if they want to, you see, if you are afraid of hate, if you are afraid of alienation, hey, I've used a big word. If you are afraid of that, you can't follow Christ. All the apostles who followed Christ, they left all and followed him. At a point they asked, oh, you have made us to leave all of what we have and have followed you. What shall we gain? Is that what you are thinking of? If you are not ready to follow Christ, then continue with the things you are chasing. And when you are struggling, stop worrying the leadership. I want to say it again. If you don't want to follow Christ, then continue your pattern. But when you are struggling, stop worrying the leadership. We come here, we pray. Ah, we go. Pray, 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 pray. Hi-yo, hi-ya, hey And then we go. Apostle Ben Ali says something. He said, even when you come here, you do 10 hours in prayer. If you do not believe, you will not even receive. I mean, how can you believe in the one you don't want to follow? Do you believe in him? If you abide in me and my words live in you, whatever you desire, ask me. He say, when you ask, believe that you have what? received and it shall be done. It is only when you believe that you have received it that it will be done. Please, just renew your mind. Go back to the scripture. Thankfully, with what we call technology, we have the word of God on our phones, on our iPads. It doesn't hurt if we read it. Just take a verse. You don't understand, just read it. Ask the Holy Spirit. Please help me understand your scripture. He will give you the revelation. 
let's actually follow Christ the way we have to follow him and stop the, the, the attitude of, uh, for me, I have to do this in order to get that. Please, we are Christians. We are Christians. There is a, a, a reason. The Bible says actually that we should not admire unbelievers. It's not true. But sometimes unbelievers do better than us. The only thing they don't have is that they have refused to accept Christ. That is the only difference. Other than that, they do better than us. Your fellow sister or brother has committed something and you are taking it away. You are destroying him or her. And for you, you expect that he or she would have done better than that. What is the better? We have all assumed that we have all reached there. So we are all equal in Christ. We are not. Some just entered. They have just accepted Christ. How do you expect the person to be like you in Christ? I mean, how? How do you expect that? And when you see your sister dressed in a certain way, you not even get close and correct. All you do is to say it, talk about it. I mean, and so what? For what? What do you gain from it? Change your mindset. Renew your mind this morning. And because of what we are doing, there are a lot of us, we are, we are going through a lot of challenges. We are going through a lot of challenges. I have done something that is very bad. Something that is very, very bad. I can't share with anybody because I'm afraid that it will be taken away. Hypocrites. Hypocrites. We are all, all of us, we are all hypocrites. We are hypocrites. Holier than thou attitude. Holier than thou. What do we gain? I mean, what do we gain? Encourage one another so that you all grow. God has given us gifts. Thankfully, Apostle Benali told us that when we avail ourselves, all the giftings are in us, but the Holy Spirit will bring them out. But if he brings one out in you, one out in me, one out in the other, let us all use them so that we we'll grow up to the stature of Christ. That is what he says. So why are you suppressing your sister or your brother? Pastor, I want us to do something quickly. We are going to pray a prayer. We are all sinned in one way or the other. None of us is correct. I'm sorry to say that. That is what the Holy Spirit told me. We are hypocrites. We think that it's only fornication that is sin. But you that you are, you are sucking someone from his house, that you are doing that, the Bible says that when a soul is one, heaven rejoices. You are sucking a soul in the house of God. Scripture told us that he left the 99 and followed one. And when he got that person, he was so happy. We are sucking them away. Yet we want to embark on evangelism. We, don't even, we are not even ready to go. And people are going. And we are worried. And he has backslidden. She has backslidden. How has she done it? Because she doesn't have anybody who is close unto him or her. Shall we rise up? Seek ye first the kingdom of God. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all other things shall be added unto you. You can't tell me you've never heard this already before. If nothing at all, I've said it three times in this last minute. 
A kingdom whose king is ignorant is like a rich man whose heir is infant. I said a kingdom whose king is ignorant is like a rich man whose heir is infant. A slave shall take over the inheritance. Because we have refused to learn, we have refused to yearn for the word which spoke the heavens and the earth into being. The word which makes our worth. The word which makes us grow in the wisdom and knowledge of our Lord and King. For lack of knowledge, my people perish for my people cherish the perishing things of a dying world over the precious gifts of a loving God. And now what God has is a group of worthy kings chasing worldly things. Worthy kings with no sense of worth. I did not come to preach wealth. I came to preach worth. But in case you are still interested in hearing about what permits me to refer you to my very first line. Seek you first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. But tell me, what's the ratio of text you look up in God's word to the ratio of text you what's up in a day? Tell me if Facebook is the book of the law whose words should not depart from your mouth. Tell me if you have not placed Twitter above scripture. Or if you're not under IG's hold, whichever one it is, my brother, my sister, these things that glitter really aren't gold. So David said, I'll give nothing to my Lord that will cost me nothing. So he gave everything, his all to his Lord, his wealth and mind, his life and time. Yes, time. See, if you can't give God all your time, then you can't have fellowship with him. I'm sorry. Because the quality of fellowship it's time and you can't know God in a hurry. I said the quality of fellowship is time and you can't know God in a hurry. See, no doubt we are kings, but if we do not know who or where or why we reign, then our ignorance is a mighty thing. For lack of knowledge, my people perish for my people cherish the perishing things of a dying world over the precious gifts of a loving God. And now what God has is a group of worthy kings chasing worldly things. But blessed is the man who does not walk or stand or sit in the council of the ungodly sinner mocker but his delight is in the law of the Lord and on this law of the Lord he meditates day and night he and trees along river streams shall be alike his fruits shall be bed in season his leaves shall never leave him and whatsoever he does shall prosper because those who know their God shall be strong and do exploits. Please, can you project First Corinthians chapter fifteen? First Corinthians chapter fifteen. Do verse forty-seven and forty-eight. Verse forty-seven, quickly. The first man was of the dust of the earth. The second man from heaven, 48, as was the earthly man, so are those who are of the earth. And as is the man from heaven, so also are those who are of heaven. The first man is referring to Adam who brought sin to the world. And so unbelievers, they are there. The Bible is saying they are earthly. The second man who has come to reconcile us back to God is Christ Jesus. So also are those who are of heaven. We have accepted him. He has given us his righteousness. If you know that you have done anything bad in the past, today is the end for you to stop thinking about it. If you have been wallowing in sin, today is the end. God has already forgiven you. Forgive yourself. The time you prayed, 
God has forgiven you. Forgive yourself and commit to studying the scripture to renew your mind. First Peter 2, 2 says, as newborn babies desire the sincere milk, which is the word of God, so that you may what? Grow thereby. Like newborn babies crave pure spiritual milk so that by it you may grow up in your salvation. We have gone wrong. We have gone wrong. We are going to pray. And I'm saying that if today is your first time you become a believer or you have not accepted Christ, please, you may want to walk forward. If today is your first time to be a, a believer, you might want to walk forward. Otherwise, if we have all accepted Christ before, it doesn't matter what you have done. Christ is telling you this morning that he has forgiven you. And so forgive yourself and commit to him. Steady his word. Steady his word. Shall we pray? Have mercy on us, O Lord, according to your unfailing love, according to your great compassion, blot out our transgressions. Wash away all our iniquity and cleanse us from our sins. For we know our transgressions and our sins are always before us. Against you, you only, Lord, have we sinned and done what is evil in your sight. So you are right in your verdict and you are justified when you judge us. Surely, we were sinful at birth. Sinful from the time that our mothers conceived us. Yet, you desired faithfulness even in the womb. You taught us wisdom in that secret place. Cleanse us with your blood, Lord, and we will be clean. Wash us and we will be whiter than snow. Let us hear joy and gladness, Lord. Let the bones that you have crushed rejoice. Hide your face from our sins, Lord, and blot out our iniquity. Create in us a pure heart, O God, and renew a steadfast spirit within us. Do not cast us away from your presence. Or take your Holy Spirit from us. Restore to us the joy of your salvation and grant us a willing spirit to sustain us. Lord, deliver us from the guilt of bloodshed. Oh God, you who are God, our Savior, and our tongue will sing of your righteousness. Open our lips, Lord, and our mouth will declare your praise. You do not delight in sacrifice or will bring it. You do not take pleasure in burnt offerings. Our sacrifice, oh God, our sacrifice is a broken spirit. A broken and a contrite heart, Lord, you will not despise. May it please you, Lord, to prosper us. To build us again. Build us up once again, Lord. Build us up once again. In Jesus' name, amen.